Hello and welcome! I'm Joanna Junak and this is GFN News on GFN.tv. In today's program, Fredrik Nystrom, Doctor of Medicine, Professor at the Faculty of Medicine and Health Sciences, Linkshop University, will tell us more about using snus and nicotine pouches. Thank you, Fredrik, for joining us today. First, can you tell us what is snus? And is snus the same as nicotine pouches? It's pretty much the same when it comes to the effect. Swedish snus, which is sort of a moist snuff, it's sometimes called, but we usually prefer to call it just, as you said, snus. That's basically putting tobacco under the lip. But and, and this particular tobacco has not been fermented, so it's very pure uh, tobacco, and it's sort of nothing particular that's dangerous to you that that, uh, uh, that uh, comes out of this compared to nicotine pouches. So I, I would consider it the same uh, agent, the same thing, really, when it comes to metabolic effects, to use pure nicotine or to use Swedish tobacco under the lip. Snus wasn't always popular. What has happened that now in Scandinavia snus is more popular than other nicotine products? I mean, my science is about the metabolic effects of nicotine in snus, but I could try to <laughs> explain what I think. I mean, basically, it's been very banned to, to smoke and people want the nicotine. And as you said, there is a tradition to use snus. So, so what we can see from, from an epidemiological perspective is that pretty much the same amount of tobacco is consumed now in Sweden as when we once were about 20% smokers. But now we're something like that nicotine uses by snooze instead and, and smoking has gone down to about something like 5%. So sort of these are inverse uh, <laughs> Uh, appearances of using tobacco is pretty much swapped uh, smoking tobacco to using tobacco uh, for in snus instead so, to get the nicotine. Uh, that's that's how it looks from an epidemiological perspective. And again, then in the last couple of years, also the, the more white snus has become very popular, which is pretty much just um, pure nicotine in pouches. But to me, as I said, I think that's pretty much the same thing when it comes to potential metabolic effects, uh, whether it's from tobacco or, or if it's more purified nicotine. Are there any specific groups of people with a very high prevalence of snus use and a very low prevalence of smoking? Yeah, basically in younger people, it's become very popular to, to use uh, even the, the newer version, which is the white uh, snus, as we call it. I mean, pure nicotine with some tastes and, and not really any tobacco at all. That's become very popular. And uh, in particular, if I'm correctly informed about the epidemiology that's, that's up to date, so it's among young women, it's become very popular. Snus contains nicotine. And the mass media tend to depict nicotine as something that is harmful in and of itself. What does the science have to say about that? Actually, there it hasn't been that very much experimental and, and well-designed trials on nicotine. Most of it is epidemiology to, to, the, to this day. 
And that's uh, not very uh, trustworthy since epidemiology on snus usually means studying people that are former smokers. So, so And it's very difficult to discern which effects that are which when it comes to cardiovascular disease and cancer. And so, I mean, you can still get cancer from having smoked a couple of years ago and then switch to snus, for example. So I did a trial on my own on that topic, which is the one I'm going to present at the conference in Bishek. Uh, and we randomized people to, to use uh, nicotine-free or nicotine-containing snus uh, during a couple of hours while they were also trying a big meal. Uh, so they had a standardized meal with lots of calories and sugar during these four hours that the trial took place. Uh, and uh, we measured all the metabolic um, important variables like insulin and glucose and also we measured blood pressure every hour and even measured cortisol and specific uh, uh, satiety hormones and so on uh, we, we draw blood tests every hour and to make the story short there were 56 experiments done and people served in in this setting as their own controls they tested all the four conditions of the trial and to summarize there was very small effects uh, on on any of the parameters glucose was not affected insulin levels were not affected by the nicotine in snus and there was a small increase i don't know perhaps 15 percent or so in cortisol uh, during the, these four hours. And I think that could uh, perhaps be linked to the fact that people do feel a bit more peppy and aroused and, and experience an increased focus and so on due to nicotine, which is why you use it, because cortisol is a hormone with such effects. So I don't think that was of very much importance. And again, cortisol increase did not in this trial lead to any increase in glucose or insulin. So, I mean, it had no metabolic effect that I could see in my trial. And there was a slight increase in blood pressure of something like three to five millimeters of mercury, which is pretty much the same you get from drinking coffee and coffee is still allowed. So my conclusion of this trial was that there was surprisingly small metabolic effects in this statistically high-powered trial of nicotine. So my agenda nowadays seems to be to explain to my colleagues and peers. I'm, I'm also sort of head of pulmonary medicine, actually, at, at my university, not only internal medicine, to explain that you mustn't mix up the dangers with the smoke. When you smoke tobacco, you get particles and all sorts of dangerous stuff in your lungs. If you use nicotine, Either in snoofs or, or more purer forms, nicotine has, has very little effects. And it even is good in some disorders for people. I mean, that's why people tend to use nicotine. Some people feel relief. They, there are randomized trials showing that, that you can reduce pain in some circumstances when you actually use nicotine pouches, uh, sorry, patches. Uh, and and so my favorite paper, which I like to cite, that's not my own, is that the archers shooting both, <laughs> semi-professional archers, they hit better scores when they have nicotine in the blood. So, I mean, there are potentially very good effects on nicotine, and that's probably why people like to use it. And in Sweden, they swapped from using cigarettes to using snooze in different forms instead. And I think that's a perfect example of harm reduction. You have also included alcohol in your research. So in your research, you tested both alcohol and nicotine. Can you tell us more about that? that that's why there was four different conditions in my trial in together with the meal. So, so the, each subject tested four conditions. So the conditions were... Uh, um, 
the snooze with or without nicotine, so there's two conditions, and that was also combined with drinking two deciliters of red wine to, to the hamburger that they ate uh, with or without alcohol in it. So that's why it was four conditions, as you said. So at the, in the same trial, we tested the effects of the alcohol in red wine, which is also my interest. And as you said, it's often combined with nicotine, alcohol. And, and the, the effects of the alcohol was actually to some extent more impressive on, on metabolism than, than the nicotine effects were. And we could show, which which was a, uh, in line with what, what I supposed, uh, that the glucose levels post-meal, two hours after the meal, were actually lowered when you had alcohol in the blood. And that, that suits with the effect that alcohol actually has a glucose-lowering effect in many trials. And we could show that that was, okay. even under these circumstances, that was the case. Uh, so, so, um, I mean, <laughs> I have to disclose that I, I'm pretty much pro-moderate um, drinking of alcohol as also something that could be good for cardiovascular disease and reduce cardiovascular disease, lower glucose levels, lower cholesterol, uh, and which are also shown in the randomized trials that I, trial I did once, and also lower blood pressure because it's vasodilating. It makes you warm on the hands and, and so on. So I, I agree. I don't think it's harm reduction to ask people to, to stop drink uh, any alcohol. I mean, it should be okay to drink alcohol to meals, like red wine to the dinner, for example. And nicotine is good as well in combination with this. It doesn't ruin the effects of the nicotine that might be potentially good. And final question, can you tell us what the science and statistics say about the relative safety of snus compared with smoking? Oh, that's again back to epidemiological data, but the ones that I've got hold of, which is two, three years old, the latest data, it, for example, shows no increase whatsoever in lip or oral cavity cancer, which some have claimed to, to be a consequence of using snus. That's not confirmed by the latest data. And we also have the I think the lowest prevalence of, of pulmonary disease linked to smoking, at least in Europe nowadays, according to last data, in many age groups. So it, it is, it, it's a delay, I guess, in those effects, since you can still get ruined by having been a smoker for 30 years and then quitting in a couple of years, the last couple of years. But the trend is going down. So, so it makes perfect sense. Uh, you still can get pulmonary disease from, for, for example, um unhealthy environments so, i mean like cars and and we have the studied tires that tend to put, put lots of dangerous particles uh, still in the air from the cars uh, even though the cars have become much better and so on so there are still other things that can make you uh, end up with uh, end stage pulmonary disease but it is going down very clearly since we've changed from uh, smoking to to snooze use instead in parallel. It makes perfect sense, but it's going to take a longer time to get rid of almost all such diseases because still people smoked a lot, say, 20 years ago or even 10 years ago, here also. Thank you, Frederick. That's all for today. Tune in next time here on GFN TV or on our GFN TV podcast. And don't forget to book your place at GFN 23 to join in the discussion yourself. Thanks for watching or listening. See you next time.